Welcome to the Geekcentric Podcast, and welcome to our spoiler-free review for Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie. Do me a favor, Casey. When you're done saving the world, grab a slice. Hello, I'm Jayla, but you can call me Justin. And yes, this is our spoiler-free review for Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie. Special thanks, as always, to our friends at Netflix Canada for giving us the opportunity to see this movie early for review. Uh, ahead of its its launch, which is this Friday, August 5th, on Netflix. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, though, uh, we are Geekcentric, a podcast covering the world of movies, TV shows, toys, collectibles, gaming, and all things Geekcentric. Joining me today is my righteous dude in a half shell, Mr. Nate Shelton. How are you, bro? You've been portal chopped. I'm doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Portal chopped. Portal chopped. Yeah? You enjoyed this? You ready to talk about talk some turtles? Yeah, man. I think, uh, you know, I'm. you're the turtle expert, so I'm happy that you're here uh, to, yeah. to turtle it yeah. up. But uh, <laughs> I'm excited to sort of I, uh, dive into this one. It's it's uh, It's different. I, I can definitely say that. So you, I'm imagining then you never checked out the animated series of, that this movie is based off of. No, I have not. Yes. Okay. I'll fill you in as we as we go into it because things are different. Let's let's get into it. Uh, we're talking about Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie. Uh, this is uh, continuing the tale from the hit Nickelodeon series. Uh, where Raphael, Michelangelo, Leonardo, and Donatello are back in action and up to their teenage antics in this comedic adventure that raises the stakes higher than ever before. Uh, the turtles are put to the test uh, when a mysterious stranger named Casey Jones arrives from the future to warn the mutant brothers of an impending invasion of the most dangerous alien force in the galaxy, the Krang. Uh, can the team rise up to become the heroes they are destined to be? Or will their teenage foibles get the better of them? What unfolds is the most adventurous, emotional, and epic story ever told of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, I would agree to disagree on that last point. <laughs> uh, this is directed by Ant Ward and Andy Serino. Uh, and it has its returning cast of Ben Schwartz, uh, who plays Leonardo. Josh Brenner, who plays Donatello. Kat Graham, who plays... April O'Neil, Brandon Michael Smith, who plays Michelangelo, uh, Omar Benson Miller, who plays Raphael. Uh, we also have Eric Bauza, who plays Splinter, Haley Joel Osmond, Haley jo who is yeah. Casey Jones, which is wild. It was wild. Uh, someone that you'll know uh, as well, Nate Reese Darby, who plays yes. uh, Hypnopotamus, um, <laughs> and John Michael Higgins, who plays Warren Stone. Um, so yeah, if you're not familiar with this animated series, which this is a very different series, it's a different approach. Yeah, uh, this is coming from the Nickelodeon series that they weren't necessarily half-hour episodes. I, I've, if I'm not mistaken, they were like more like 11 minute to like 15 minute shorts. Uh, mm -hmm. So they were very, very hyper. Um, and this is, you know, they've had two seasons of that, the show, Rise of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm -hmm. on Nickelodeon. And uh, they didn't really conclude it. 
2020. So this movie is is very much seen as a sort of closing, especially as Netflix and Nickelodeon and and, and everyone are kind of gearing up to take the franchise uh, into new directions with new streaming options and and movies and and so on and so forth. We've we've talked about the uh, Seth Rogen produced movie that's coming uh, yep. at some point from from Nickelodeon, and I think maybe Netflix is involved in that as well. Um, but there's some obvious differences here. I think the biggest difference here is definitely Raphael and Leonardo's roles are are changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Raphael as as the leader, not the hothead, uh, too cool for school guy. He's still tough, but he is the leader of these these turtles and leonardo is the hothead who thinks he's so cool that he can just get by on his own kind of thing and that is very different from the turtles that i grew up with uh where leonardo was the straight arrow and raf was the one that i was always sporadic one that you couldn't really trust also uh another key element to the turtles is that they have mystical powers yeah uh they were gifted mystical weapons which was uh again I've talked to you about this offline. I think I even shared it when we talked about this trailer a couple weeks ago. I wasn't a huge fan of this series because of how much liberty they had with some of the origins as well as the they traded up the serious action for goofy childish fun for this series right so they kind of did a trade-off here and that's fine it is a kid's show it is meant for kids so I, I understand so this is definitely far different of a, of a uh, turtles than I think if if you're someone who is like me from the early 80s and, and loved the show from the 90s and even the movies this is very different from that and you might enjoy it you might enjoy yeah. how different this series is but here we are with a movie that is meant to kind of set the stakes as as it says to be more emotional and more of an epic story so they can give this this specific series a closure and a send-off that is deserving for its fan bases um but with that nate let's let's start as we always do uh with with what worked for you uh with this movie you know it's interesting i think i think it the shows uh or the, sorry the movies uh based on the show the movie's biggest strength is the fact that it is very unique it is very different um, and that's also its biggest weakness I think um, I think it it sort of hits on both sides where um, you know we're con- obviously continuing the the animation from the show I didn't get a chance to watch the show but I have seen clips I've watched moments and you can tell this you know with this being uh, 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 almost a made for streaming movie um, as we don't have made for TV things anymore um, that this is kind of you can tell the production value is amped up um, the animation is extremely yes. clean and fluid mm-hmm. um, I love that we're kind of you know we've gotten a lot of stuff doing this recently but the the Ben Day dots texture the comic book texture uh, in the background I thought was really really cool um, I love the facial animations uh, throughout this movie yep. I think there's some really fun very anime yes very anime yeah. but also very um, uh, modern adventure time-esque sort of uh, silly sure. yes. fun st- you know stupid yeah. animations really dumb little things that you're just like that's that you know you freeze that and that's a meme right there um, I, I think those are probably the 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 biggest strengths is, is the overall the look and the the tone and feel of the movie, uh, the movie it's interesting because yes, it is very much for kids. I do think it does get a little tonally confused in the sense that like 
they they deal with some pretty dark <laughs> stuff that happens in the show and i guess kids are maybe used to that these days i don't know um it, i mean it's a good thing i think i think kids should be uh should learn about some of the you know their heroes failing or 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 dying even um but i i definitely um i don't know i i didn't i didn't connect with this movie as much as i i really was hoping to um and i i don't think it did enough for people coming on board now. Um, I think you absolutely have to have watched the show leading up to this to enjoy it more than I did. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that to have a pre-existing relationship with the series helps with having a deeper appreciation for this movie. Like I was saying, the series definitely did a trade-off between serious action tone of the te- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for something that's more goofy and lighthearted. Uh, there was obviously threats in the animated series, but here the movie does kind of push into a more darker territory. Like death is is definitely talked about and mm-hmm. even the way this this movie starts is actually very emotional action i think that's really great that that it 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 did kind of go to that but it never fully leaned so far to commit to it because while there were some emotional moments they were always followed up with a very childish goofy tone and and because of that and everything just felt really misbalanced but again it's it's like it's hard for for us to 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 say these things as a negative because it is a kids movie yeah we're too we're not necessarily the target yeah and i know this and i i will honestly say this isn't the turtles of my generation yeah um i love the turtles but this is definitely not the turtles of my generation especially the liberties that they've had with with giving them uh mystic powers which were cool to a certain degree but it also was just it was overly convenient uh Mm -hmm. in, in a lot of instances and in many ways it's just a, a mechanism to enhance the turtles for for marketing purposes right which for an ongoing series that's totally fine again you're creating turtles for a new generation you want to change them in a certain way you want to maybe add to them i think that's totally fine for an ongoing series for people coming into a movie who've not had this established for them before it just really comes across as you said as convenient um, i think the movie um, you know, I think if we're, I'll try to keep going with some stuff that I like. Like, I do like the voice cast for the most part. Yeah, I um, did. Yeah. Except yeah. the only thing, and don't get me wrong, like, I love Ben Schwartz for who he is. I'm a little Ben Schwartz out in my animation these days. Uh, sure. I prefer him, though, as Leonardo than I do as Sonic, in all really? honesty. Like, okay. I, actually, I actually really liked him as Leonardo. I yeah. think he, I, you know, especially for this interpretation of Leonardo, uh, yeah. you know, I, I agree with you, though. There's not much of a difference between his voice acting here. And, he's just and Ben Sonic. Schwartz in in just, almost everything he exactly. does. Yeah, which I get it. He's exactly. got a, he's that, got a unique voice. He's got a, an interesting voice. He's got a fun comedic voice. But I, I just I don't know. Like I I really enjoyed uh, Donnie. I enjoyed Josh Brenner uh, in this. I think Josh yeah. Brenner could have easily been the the Leo role. We we don't you know we don't need to constantly hear uh, Ben Schwartz. But also I thought um, Haley Joel Osment. Did a great job as Casey Jones and uh, and Cat Graham as well as as April O'Neil. Like I think all of these characters were serviceable. I like how they changed up Splinter. I thought that was a lot of fun. Again, they're 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 mm-hmm. changing him up to be you know he's not the stoic uh, you know uh, rat that you you know from the, from the originals. He's uh, he's you know he's a goofy guy that watches like reality TV shows and he eats popcorn and stuff like that. This iteration of Splinter kind of reminded me of of almost like a Master Roshi from Dragon Ball, but okay. way, way less on the on the like extreme of of how perverse. True, thank <laughs> goodness. <Roshi> was. <laughs> thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but just just you know, just tongue in cheek, very funny, embracing that he's an old guy, 
you know, that enjoys his TV, his stories, if you will, that yep. he just wants to. So I enjoyed I enjoyed that. Yeah, I think the introduction of Casey Jones and even just the idea of time travel into this story, I really enjoyed. I, I think that we haven't gotten enough of that of an introduction into previous Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles content other than games um, and comics as well. But like, I just mean, you know, again, to see it kind of brought to life here in this in this animated movie, I thought that was really great. Casey Jones very much was kind of like the Kyle Reese from Terminator. You know, he has yep. to go back and save the day. I liked I liked that quality of the story. I thought that was really, really cool. And yeah, Haley Joel Osment as Casey Jones. I thought that was that was awesome. I, I didn't quite peg him right away. And then until I did the deep dive into who voiced who. Um, so yeah, I think, I think again, like you said, the voice, the voice acting was, was, was well done. And, and that with, with the animation as, as we were already talking about, so clean, so vibrant, uh, so bold and, and, and just how it, you can see that this movie was done with love yes. from, from the team that, that did do the series. So I think that that definitely leaped out of the screen and, and hit me in, in some very specific moments. Yeah, there was no point in time where the animation looked bad by any means. I think it looked stellar the entire time. I think uh, for more positive, I think the action in this movie uh, goes hand in hand with the animation. Um, looked absolutely phenomenal. It was a lot of fun and there's a lot of really cool moments uh and and the cool part is each character uh even for a brief period of time even even master splinter gets some really kick-ass moments where they're kicking ass and i think april o'neill uh absolutely has some really cool you know times as well where she's uh she's flipping around and and doing some stuff so it again it's a kid's show it's a kid's movie i completely get it um they can't go obviously overtly violent with it but they i mean they do some they do some stuff. They 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 go to certain places that you wouldn't expect uh, from a, a kids' cartoon, and I think they do that because they're amping up the fact that hey, this is not the show. This is the movie, uh, and this is a hundred percent. And that's another positive right there. I think that to treat this movie as being a launch a launching pad to go deeper with more emotional story or a little bit more of the violence and action, leaning into that scope. I think that that's 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 a great way to to frame the movie and, and understand how it's different from the series while still bringing the best parts of the series into the movie. Yeah. So with all of the positives, uh, I'm sure there were th- some things that didn't work uh, with this movie. So I, I would I would love to know, Nate, uh, what 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 didn't work for you? Yeah, there were some things that that rubbed my shell the wrong way, I think. Um I, I think, you know, watching the, the movie, knowing it's a kid's movie going into it is one thing. I will say, and I, I think the biggest thing that we need to sort of um, work forward to in this world of of adult animation and, and, and animation made for all ages um, is that animation is a medium to tell a story. And I, I don't, you know, again, I hear, you know, I'm, I'm hearing us talk about this like we're talking about something, you know, like like that, like it was made for us and it wasn't. But at the same time, I don't want to judge it differently. I don't want to judge it based on the fact that it is a kids movie because I've watched some incredible kids movies uh, and and you know we've 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 watched an ama- some amazing animation movies that are intended for kids um, that have I think a lot more heart and a lot more uh, moments. I think one of the biggest things that goes against this for me is the pacing. You mentioned uh, I think you used the the word hyper earlier. Um, this movie is very hyper we get that moment at the beginning 
you're right, does feel a little bit emotional. But then every single other moment is just go, 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 go. And I get it. Kids will get bored of, you know, if they're sitting there for too long. But if you connect with them the right way and you connect with your audience the right way, you're entranced or you're caught up in that emotion. You want to get kids to feel these things. And I didn't like I'm not a kid, I guess I'm a big kid, but I didn't feel a lot of the moments later on throughout the film that I should have. And I was really hoping to get something, you know, near the ending or, or what have you that would really hit with me. And it just was so fast paced that it they didn't take any time to to spend time with those characters in those moments. So it made it tough to sort of emotionally connect. And I felt like the characters responses were so much less impactful because of that. Yeah, I think like you're saying the movie started off really strong with an emotional hit and then after that it kind of strays between being its sort of typical hyper animated series rise of the teenage mutant ninja turtles but then also giving us nuances of it being the movie where there is a little bit more of that emotion and there's a little bit more of that connectivity especially between the story of of Raph and Leo and and you know this this common concept of you know brothers brothers conflict if you will that that we see throughout the teenage mutant ninja turtles you know it really does seem to unfold in this story but i think again when we get to some other points throughout the movie where there's some emotional moments they just don't necessarily land because we're not really there to feel them or we're moving through them so quickly we're coming and we're going and we're coming and we're going so I agree. I think it really just comes down to pacing and how the story was structured and where those emotional beats hit. I thought it was really great to start off with one and then maybe probably position one closer towards uh, the end. So, yeah, I, I think, yeah, again, pacing is is one of the things that I think a lot of these, again, I'll, I'll use air quotes around it. A lot of these kids movies can struggle with because they are trying to grab the attention of the kids and keep them engaged without losing them, but also still deliver something that is is for uh, the audience of adults that might be with them uh, at the same time. And, and I think, again, like you've said, we've seen a lot of great movies that can handle both, that can treat both as very united and in the experience of how you enjoy the movie. From, from Nickelodeon themselves, right? Yeah. From Nickelodeon themselves. Sure. Like yeah, I think of the Hey Arnold movie, which I still think about to this day, crying watching that movie. I think about the Cat Dog movie, that has some incredible moments between Cat Dog. Again, Cat Dog, albeit like the jokes in there are even sillier and as as goofy and and dumb uh, as these ones, or or even more so. But they still found time to stay with those characters in those movies, and and this just moves too quick. And I get it; they're teenage mutant ninja turtles. They're gonna move quick. But give me a moment between them where they can sit down, have some pizza, and just just talk about something exactly. impactful. Right. Like it's it's not I think it's it's doable. And, and with that, I, I feel like the story is very much centered around not necessarily just the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as a, as a whole, but very much about Raph and Leo, mm -hmm. which I think subsequently results in in Donnie and, and Michelangelo serving as as the comedy, especially uh, they were very yeah. much comedy. Especially Comedy Donnie, I think, this, and, and Mikey, I think, yeah. was shafted for most of this movie, unfortunately. He's my favorite turtle, well, I, and we barely got him. I know. They served as the as the comedy uh, while we really got the more emotional resonance from from Leo and Raph and their sort of dispute, if you will. Um, and I don't think that that's a spoiler. This this is very common to the the Ninja Turtles theme is is this brotherly 
uh, conflict and, you know, yet coming together and, and being a family at the end of it. So I think, again, if you, you know, given the fact that Donnie and Mike, Mikey were very much the comedy, it just it felt very misbalanced in terms right. of like the characters. It didn't really seem as much as about uh, the, the turtles as a whole, rather than just Leo and, and Raph, you know, getting over their own conflict. Which again, to be fair, there might be those moments for Donnie and Mikey and, and even Splinter and April O'Neil, I think, have have you know have had a path. Yeah. She calls them splints throughout the movie, which I loved. Like I think that must have been something that maybe was during their introduction that I haven't seen yet. So again, there's a lot of context that we're missing, and I think a lot of audiences mm. going into this uh, will have been missing. So I really think this movie will be stronger for you if you've watched the show. Uh, I can't speak to the quality of the show. Um, I will say the comedy uh, didn't fully hit for me um again i think mm-hmm. for 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 kids it probably will um but but yeah. a lot of the dialogue i think specifically i don't think that'll hit for anyone just because I, I i don't know if it's i don't know it just isn't that funny um even if i was a little kid i think um the only other thing i will say and this is probably my last point here uh is they they kind of committed the the number one sin and i think it's the easiest thing to nail with the turtles is the music they they didn't like they didn't give us the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme, and don't get me wrong, I'm sure they've got their own version of a theme or something like that. I think it's trickled in there a little bit, um, and they probably are just <laughs> following along with what the show does. But again, I just feel like, like if you want to get those Turtles fans, those parents who are watching with their kids to feel something, give them that nostalgia hit, give them that theme song, uh, and it's not there throughout the entire movie. And I was like, where's the music? Yeah. Like I need it. Yeah. That was my last point as well. Right. Uh, the fact that they didn't find a way to put their version, because th- this is very different from anything else that we've seen from from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. People will love that. People m- might not, like myself, might not necessarily connect with all of it. But that being said, the fact that they are going bold, especially with the theme song, to, to not give it its place in this movie it kind of feels like a missed opportunity at least, even if it was just for a short condensed version off the top um that kind of introduced it i don't know i just i think they're you're absolutely right they could have found a way to include it um but look with all that said i think it's safe to say we can get to our our wrap up here uh which uh, i i think we'll be rating on a scale of one to five slices of delicious New York style pizza. Um, yeah, so I again, pretty much everything I've just said. Like the animation's gorgeous. The the action is fluid and fun to watch. Uh, I think if you're a kid, you're gonna have a good time. Pop it on. It's Netflix. You're already paying for it. You know, watch it. If you're a fan of the show, I think you're gonna really enjoy it. Um, I think it will serve as that um, closure that Justin, you were kind of bringing up. Um, I think you will really, I think you really dig it. I, I think, again, I haven't yeah. watched the show. Um, I, I yeah. as, as a fan of, of the traditional sense of turtles, and I'm not even as big a fan as, as you, Justin, but as a, as a somewhat fan who's sort of lived through you a little bit as well, uh, on your fandom, I just, I just didn't connect with this version of the turtles as much as I wanted to. Um, the pace is so, so like, just overly hyper after the first I guess 10 minutes of the movie um, it just goes 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 and doesn't give us enough time to really 
have us feel anything. Um, it's, you know, the, the, I think the music could have been better. The voice cast did uh, a great job voicing these characters. I, I, nothing, they didn't really do anything wrong other than, uh, as I said, I'm a little Ben Schwartz out, but that's more on me than it is the movie. Um, and then, yeah, I think, uh, I, I guess, I guess the, the biggest thing is, and we've been talking about this in our previous, uh, like, uh, this week in geeks, I think we talked about it with the Seth Rogen news about the turtles was, and even talking about this trailer is this is, this is turtles for a new generation and that's great. Um, but you're, you're cutting out the, the, all of the other turtles fans where, where are, you know, I think it's a similar thing to what a lot of people are starting to feel with star Wars, where a lot of people want Give us the the original trilogy feeling. You can make new stories from those original trilogy, you know, that era. Um, and I think a lot of folks who have enjoyed Turtles have probably felt that for the past few iterations of the Turtles, where, where you look at it on the surface and absolutely it's Turtles, but anything beneath the shell and it's just, it's not the Turtles you remember. So um, I'm going to be giving this sure. a three out of five delicious New York style pizzas. It's not a 2.5 it's a three, but it's not a 3.5. I think uh, if you're looking for a 3.5 or higher, maybe check out CBS on Netflix, uh, which I think is something that actually did connect with me a little bit more uh, than definitely with this movie. Yeah, I think that connection is is a, I guess, a word that we could use because I totally agree with you. There's parts of this movie I really enjoyed, but there's stuff I could do without. I think a lot of it, a lot of that stuff, though, does stem from what the series established with you know, a sort of reimagining of, of, of the turtles and all of these character of villains that they, that they had and, you know, mystical powers and, you know, going for a more kid forward approach that was, you know, hyperactive and super, super in your face and, and just a new origin story with, with a whole lot of stuff. They just had some liberties. And again, if you're a turtles fan and you're frustrated with what's been done, maybe you appreciate the fact that they're trying to do something different for myself. I think right off the bat, I wasn't necessarily as connected to that. But that being said, there are some pluses overall for this movie. I thought the animation was really bold and expressive, as we were mentioning. It, it's very contemporary. It has that hybrid anime style, both in the action moments and in the comedic moments. And I can appreciate aspects of this story. I love the time travel piece, as I was saying, very Terminator-esque. But I also wish the movie might have even just entirely taken place in the future uh, and just told us that story. And, and we didn't see the other part. We, we saw years later. I also think that there could have been a better balance uh, between some of those more emotional moments and the action-driven moments versus the kid humor moments, which just felt overly jarring at times and just out of place and you know again just as we were talking about just in not balanced well i do think though that the movie does stay true to the themes of turtles by talking about family and that they're stronger together rather than thinking that any one turtle or person can overcome the threat and that is very much captured within the relationship of Raphael and leo so they get points for for keeping it somewhat focused there however this isn't the generation of turtles i know and love therefore i don't think that if you're a fan of the more classic turtles like you were saying, Nate, this is for you. Uh, but if you are a fan of this this show and of this this series, I think this is a good closure for for those fans to to kind of watch this movie and say, you know, a fond farewell to this iteration. And hopefully, we get uh, the next iteration that I think is going to be reminiscent of a style that looks like this, but it's definitely new stories. Uh, so 
again, that's all. We, we don't really have any official announcements about what is next for the Turtles. But that being said, there is stuff on the horizon, which does have me more excited uh, that they can at least send this series off and move on to that. So uh, it's a turtle story, so I'm not going to be completely harsh on it. I'm going to be also giving it three out of five slices of delicious New York style pizza. Yeah, I'm totally with you. It's it's the there's other animated movies that I think are even attached to larger franchises like this movie that have effectively found a way to bring in a new audience while also staying connected to the audience of the past. So I just don't think that this movie has done that as well as I could have. And I think, you know, um, the turtles together, I think that's such a dynamic that has been explored over and over and over again. I get it. They're the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're brothers. That's, that's kind of the idea. Uh, but I saw a Twitter thread. I think you retweeted it, Justin. I can't quite remember who it was, but talking about the idea of oh, yeah. of like solo turtles movies culminating in like again, just like I always <laughs> I always try to into make everything Spider-Man into the Avengers yeah. and and Endgame yeah. and and you know what have you. But like that's what I would love. I, absolutely, like that would be so cool to see yeah. individual turtles movies leading up to a a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie um, that can really play to the nostalgia of the fans, but. Uh, of of the you know of of uh, the fans from the eighties or nineties, but but almost give us a um, a modern sensibility with how you make it right. Almost look at it as yeah. like a how how uh, video games. Um, I think the latest uh, you know Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge game was made where we're getting like some really tight, nuanced, like phenomenal controls that are done and everything's done in a style that hits that nostalgia feel. Give us a movie that's exactly. paced yeah. and and shot and 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 made like an MCU movie of today, but but you know, put the turtles in it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like that's put what I want. Put the turtles in it. Yeah, and put yeah. bring back bring back the 90s style with, you know, the Jim Henson costumes and sure. find a way to balance between prosthetic and and CGI. I think there's a way that you could do that that just hasn't been explored. I, I totally agree. There's so much more. And yeah, that's a more interesting way to take the story rather than just simply uh, what I feel like Rise does here is they just adapted it so that it really does speak to kids of today. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's, you know, that just might be a little bit less of a um, a creative thing rather than a marketing thing. Do you know right. what I mean? Like they, it's not for creative purposes. It's really for marketing purposes. And toys and action and figures. Yeah. Like, yeah marketing all yeah. of it exactly yeah. so it's it all plays into to that you know the fact that they have mystic powers and and stuff like that again if it's your generation i'm totally for it uh but yeah i don't think three out of five is that's not a bad score no. we, can, we didn't we've given other movies far worse this scores. is watchable but, again it's on netflix yeah, just definitely fun. Yeah. i think yeah and if you're into animated definitely check it out it hits netflix uh april 5th this friday um so yeah it'll be available for stream But that is it. We hope you enjoyed our spoiler-free review for Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie. Uh, And if you did, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to write into the show and let us know your thoughts on this movie or the series, well, you can reach out to us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Or if that feels like 
traveling to an interdimensional plane that is being taken over by a family of Krangs, <laughs> well, you can reach out to us on Twitter at GeekcentricYT or on Instagram at WeAreGeekcentric. Keep in mind, we also have a ton of other episodes covering the latest in movies and TV shows, including our spoiler-free review for the new Apple TV Plus series, Surface, as well as our spoiler-free review for the Netflix film, The Gray Man. Also, we have our weekly show, This Week in Geek, episodes every single Wednesday where we bring you the latest news and trailer reactions. This past week, we actually posted our episodes earlier than Wednesday as we covered all the amazing highlights from last week's Comic-Con, so you'll want to give those a listen. And we'll have a new episode this week. But speaking of this week, we have a ton of stuff, yeah. including this review. We also have a review coming for The Sandman. We also have a review coming for Prey, uh, which is from Hulu. Uh, it is the latest in the Predator series. And we also will have a review for Apple TV's animated movie, Luck. We're hoping that we're going to be getting If that, Luck is on our uh, side, before, but we'll have a review for Luck. <laughs> if Luck is on our side, we'll, <laughs> we'll have it. And we'll also have This Week in Geek, as I was already mentioning. So a lot of episodes dropping this week. So be sure to subscribe so you know when our latest episodes drop. Nate, thank you so much for joining me for this Heroes in a Half Shell review. And as we say, love ya. Peace. Na 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 na. Turtle power. power. <laughs>